Welcome to Women Leading the Way Radio Show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Well, welcome to Ageless Ambition, the podcast for anyone who believes that age is just a number and that it's never too late to chase your dreams and achieve your goals. Today, women continue to face numerous challenges in leadership roles, particularly regarding ageism. My name is Dr. Mary Lou Ryder, and I'll be your host today. Um, I'm the author of seven books I've co-authored with my sister, Jessica Thompson, uh, for Women and Girls, and we are so excited today to have our topic be Chic Over 50s, Fashion and Beauty for the Professional Woman. And our guest, our leading lady for today, is Denise Richardello, and she's a retired executive vice president of Massachusetts College of Liberal Arts. And more importantly, she was recommended as a perfect guest today by my sister Jessica, who said she's one of the kindest, most caring, ambitious, um, in spite of her age, any, do anything kind of lady. So welcome, um, Denise, um, for being here today. Thank you, Mary Lou. Happy to be here. Oh, thank you. We'd like to know if you could start by telling our listeners a little bit about yourself and your journey after retiring. Absolutely. Um, I'm happy to do that. I worked at a college for 41 years and uh, as a college administrator and actually kind of fell into it unexpectedly. I attended the college that I worked at, and when I graduated, um, at that point, I was going to be a teacher, and that was back in when uh, Proposition Two and a Half um, was instituted. So all of a sudden, teachers were not going to be hired. So my whole dream of being a kindergarten teacher went out the window. And I was a work study student in the financial aid office, and the director said to me, "Geez, we're looking for someone in the admissions office to recruit students." And I'm like, "Recruit students." So what does that mean? They said, where are you going to go visit high school? So I got the job, and um, I spent about 10 years doing that, which was actually out of my 41 years probably the most fun because I got to work with students and parents and helping them decide what was the best college for them. I traveled not that far, but still the whole state of Massachusetts and New England. And then I progressively just took on more responsibilities and and kind of worked my way to the position of executive vice president when I retired uh, five years ago. And um, I I really enjoyed my position. I loved my job. Um, I I did a lot of outreach uh, in the community as well as administrative tasks. Uh, And then once I retired, my husband and I decided that um, the snow and the cold and the winter months were not going to be that well suited to us. So we decided to move to Florida. And uh, so there were two challenges at that point that I really experienced. One was a total change in my life with retirement, which which can be a big deal. Um, And the other was moving and leaving some friends and leaving some family and going to a whole new area. Um, So at that point, you know, that was kind of, I had to really 
readjust myself and redefine myself and really figure out, okay, what's this new world going to be? What's retirement going to be? Um, but it's it's been super. The first year was a little rocky, I, I have to tell you. It's, you know, it is, I think retirement is great once you get through the first year, uh, at least for me. Um, but I've I've loved every minute of it since I adjusted. And a lot of the reason is because of many of the women and the people that I've met here in Florida and taking on some new, um, just some new challenges by throwing myself into the game of golf, throwing myself into some other activities that I really didn't have time to do when I was working. Well, Denise, uh, two things that I heard you say that really is important, I think, for our listeners is, one, you wanted to be a kindergarten teacher and ended up being almost a college president. And so so often in the research, we tell our women, you know, don't be afraid of an of a outside career movement because you never know what you're going to get uh, along yeah. the way. And so that's, that's really kind of stunning. And the other thing is, I have not met you personally, but my sister said that out of all the women, my sister's my co-author, Jessica Thompson, and she said out of the, all the women that she knows, she said, um, you've got to talk to this woman about her sense of style and her sense of fashion and she's she talk about someone with ageless ambition. This woman just has, can keep it um, keep it going. I know I struggle with that myself um, as a mm-hmm. woman. Uh, I'm still working, but I'm, I'm still interested in this. Uh, how do you maintain the profes- professional look? Um, how has your sense of style and fashion evolved as you've gotten older and as you've moved out of that professional arena? Two totally different worlds. Uh, my style prior to my retirement was predicated on my professional expectations and experiences. I wore business suits. I wore a mm-hmm. lot of black. Um, you know, I had the shoes to match the purse. Uh, it was, you know, I was just always very uh, professionally dressed because I quite often represented the institution at external um, events. And so I... But I always dressed up anyway. So, you know, people always laugh that I came out of the womb with, you know, a a business suit on. But I always was professionally dressed. But be more particular about it because of the representation. You know, I was representing my employer and an institution. Um, So then I flipped the switch. Not only do I leave a cold climate, which is a whole different style and wardrobe and fashion, and I move to Florida when it's warm and I'm not working. So first thing I did is I got rid of all the business suits, except a couple, just in case, you never know. And um, and when I threw myself into the game of golf, my closets changed completely from one level with dresses and, you know, long pants to two levels with the skorts and the tops and uh, the golf dresses. Um, so it just was a complete change. But I think but I think I always maintained um, that when you walk out of the house, no matter whether you're going to a job or you're going to play golf or you're going to meet a, a friend for lunch, that you, 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 you dress the part and you, you dress so that someone is going to look at you and say, wow, don't you look nice today? And I'm just, I'm always, I always try to be put together. I just, I've always done that. I love color. I think when we age, we need more color. I think a lot of women tend to have too much black. I I did when I was working. I go back and I look at pictures of myself, you know, in meetings and different things, and I was like, oh my goodness, that's all I wore was black. 
Um, but, you know, I think bold colors are important when, when you're 60 or, or even 50. I think it, it makes you look younger. I think it brings light to your face. And um, so the, the Florida colors are perfect for, for that, you know. And so I've, I've been having a great time changing over my wardrobe. And, and I think Jess can attest to that, too, because she's always commenting. You know, the colors, you, you make a good point there about the colors because I know that I bought a neon jacket oh, about a year ago, and I, I don't go, and it was like a $20 Amazon jacket, and it's neon pink. Mm-hmm. And everywhere, I, I can go into the most posh store in, in South Coast Plaza, and they, somebody will stop me and say, oh, that jacket is just stunning. Um, and the co- it's because it's the color. Um, right. So also, can you talk, in, in one of our um, books that we wrote, we interviewed a woman, and she said that she thought her the most important thing that an older woman could do as she ages, a woman as she ages can do is, is spend money on a good haircut. I've never forgotten that. Um, can you give us some practical tips for our listeners, how they can revamp their wardrobes or just make simple changes to feel more chic and confident? Yeah. Yes, I absolutely. I do think the classics um, quite often are, you know, classic jackets and, cla- you know, like a double-breasted navy blazer. I have one that, you know, I wore 25 years ago, a traditional white blouse with, you know, maybe, you know, with great cuffs and a stand-up collar. Um, those classics are not necessarily conservative. People mix those two words up, I find, and I mm-hmm. think it's, it's timeless. Um, You can be trendy, yet timeless. And those pieces, for me, I think women should think about hanging on to or purchasing. I'm glad to see now business suits are somewhat coming back again. You know, I watch the Today Show in the morning, and I see Hoda Kotb, and she's been wearing beautiful, um, solid, color, colorful blazer and slacks. Um, and it's it's just very very attractive. I think the the haircut, the hairstyle is a great idea. I think there's nothing um, I think more useful than than someone wearing a hairstyle that's current. Although on the other side, I will say I was always a short hair person, and when I retired, I let my hair grow, and I was brunette, and I am now blonde. Oh, so wow. I just I transitioned from a brunette because of the graying of my hair and you know it just I was tired of coloring it and then I kept going lighter and lighter and then I just highlighted it and I do think there's something to be said it works for me that lighter hair quite often when you're aging the tones of our skins we all know changes and lighter hair makes you look it's less of a contrast right um, right you know yeah, I've noticed that and, and also Exactly. And I think the other thing is people don't want to get rid of clothes. They don't, they want to keep it for just in case. And, you know, and I know people have said, oh, if you haven't worn it in a year or two years, well, I don't look at it that way. I just look at it as if I haven't worn it and I don't like it and I didn't like it when I bought it, why am I taking up valuable real estate in my closet? And secondly, we should have the thing, you don't need a lot of clothes, but you should have the things you feel comfortable in and that you can probably throw a scarf on. I love scarves. I I went to Italy a couple of years ago and bought a bunch of them, and I don't wear them as much here in Florida, but I used to wear them a lot, colorful scarves. But I think there's a lot that women can do just to think about. Um, the other thing that it just popped in my head, too, is eyewear, eyeglasses. You know, a, a current, fun pair of, of 
eyeglasses, whether they're readers or whether they're, you know, they're prescription glasses. I think that is very useful for women, too, and it changes your style. Um, Al Roker, one of my favorite people on TV, he, he has different spectacles that match his suits, and I think that is so much fun. Um, oh, yeah, I never and, thought of that. Mm-hmm. And then I yeah. think also, you know, a little bit of makeup. I'm a big lipstick girl. I don't wear real bright colors, but I think a little bit of makeup is also something can help refresh, you know, someone's look um, that can really just, you know, kind of add to the facial expression. And the eyeglasses, everyone looks, meets you and looks at your eyes. So they're got that accessory they're going to see first before anything else. Yeah, and I'm going to be doing that very shortly. I was just sharing before the show that I've had these black eyeglasses for almost a decade, and I've got like 10 of them sitting here. <laughs> so they, all, yeah. they all look That's alike. So I, I'm oh. definitely going to go. I'll probably get I'm there black you with go. little rhinestones on them or something. But uh, mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm constantly seeing on the Internet all these things about what not to wear when you're over 60, and it, they just annoy me. Um, you know, and I don't know why I log on to them and watch them because I'm interested in looking good myself too. I'm 74, almost said three. Time does catch up with you. But yet um, I just love putting on a, a good outfit, a good pair of boots and jeans and just looking good. But do you think there's any fashion or beauty myths out there that you'd like to uh, debunk for our listeners at all that, that you're aware of? <laughs> well, Oh, gosh, there's always a couple of things that kind of push my buttons. Um, and I hope I don't offend anyone, but, you know, yoga pants should be worn in a yoga studio. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I, I don't find them flattering, and, and I think a lot of women think that fitted can be tight, and I think when you wear outfits that are too tight, I don't care how thin you are, you they still, I don't think they're flattering. That's my opinion. Um, yeah. I, you know, I think, I, I do think that, that women, in, when we get older, we think we need to cover up everything. So you wear bigger, blousier tops, which I think sometimes makes a person look larger than if it's if they're trying to wear something a little more contour. I mean, I think, again, I think we can, just because we're 60 doesn't mean, I mean, you know, we're in such a youth-obsessed culture. But just because we're 60 doesn't mean we can't wear a trendy outfit. It just, you know, we just have to be careful with our selections. You know, I I think whatever fits our body type, um, you know, a mini skirt, no, no, I don't think that's a good idea. Um, you know, I just think you have to be realistic about fits and how how you fit in those outfits. You know, jeans look great, I think, on any age. Now, maybe a, a blouse with embellished, you know, rhinestones, maybe not. Maybe on the glasses, mm-hmm. but not on, you know, maybe not on a blouse. Um, you know, okay. I do think some some things are a little more aging than others. And that's my those opinion. Are, those are really good suggestions. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and we will be right back. Denise, thank you very much. Um, and now we're going to take a quick moment to recognize one of our sponsors and partners. Women Lead Radio is brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, Microsoft. The Microsoft mission is to empower every person and organization on the planet to achieve more. Microsoft believes technology is a powerful force for good and are working to foster a sustainable future where everyone has access 
to the benefits and opportunities created by technology. Microsoft believes technology can and should be a powerful force for good and that meaningful innovation can and will contribute to a brighter world in big and small ways. Thank you for your support, Microsoft, and to all our sponsors and partners. Now back to our show with our guest. Okay, we're back, Denise. Um, all right, now I'm going to mention the, the dreaded Botox <laughs> question. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've been getting Botox for a long, long time, and, and not only does it uh, do I feel so po- positive after receiving Botox, but it you know it takes the wrinkles out of my between my eyelids and stuff like that. What is your what are your thoughts on cosmetic surgery, fillers, Botox, that sort of thing? Um, I have not participated in um, any cosmetic surgery or Botox, and it's not for any other reason other than I think right now I'm okay. Maybe in a mm-hmm. couple years I may need something, but you know, I I just I just think we need to embrace our natural beauty. But if we need a little bit of, you know, a little bit of help, that's fine too. I think just as long as we don't overdo it. You know, I have seen some cases where I believe it's overdone, and then I think it, 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 it's the exact opposite of what that person was trying to achieve. Um, yeah, it's so kind I of think sad. It is. It is. And, and I, think, yeah. I think we are all naturally beautiful. I think makeup can do wonders. I think you can do a lot with, you know, just foundations and just highlights and um, but again, it's it's something that at some point maybe I will. But I just I just you know it's it's a personal choice. Um, I, I'm very fortunate. Genetics came into play. My my mother had very lovely skin right up until she passed away at 92, and my aunt. So I think I inherited some of that. So I may be fortunate that I don't necessarily need to think about it right away. Right. And, you know, Denise, uh, we interviewed, I think, about 10 women um, over the age of 65. And most of them said, and they all had this advice, keep away from the makeup counters and Macy's and, you know, all these department stores um, because they're dangerous. You know, some young woman will come and say, oh, you want to have your face made up? And the next thing you know, you're walking out with $200 worth of stuff Mm -hmm. and maybe not the best advice you know and so this business of like you say you wear very little makeup talk to us about that what do you use at all oh I just I use a bronzer I use a very light foundation and then I use a bronzer just to give some contour on my cheeks I use Mm -hmm. a a very light eyeshadow I do an eyeliner because I don't have a lot of um, eyelashes just to highlight my my eyes and that's about it and lipstick that's about it but a very a very natural color, more of a taupey lipstick, not a not red or purple or you know something a little subtle. Just something that doesn't stick out, right? Make you uh, attention. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I I remember I'm thinking about myself. You know, like I'm if I go to an event, I'll get in front of that closet, like you said, and I'll, I'll start. It's almost like I can't explain it, but it's almost like this creative period where I pull this and pull that. And this works, and it's kind of fun. Especially mm-hmm. if you're not going somewhere like to the bank. I had to laugh. You said you were born with a business suit on. <laughs> I think I might have been too. <laughs> um, and, and so, uh, you know, moving away from that business suit um, uh, atmosphere is, is tough when you're first retired. Um, yeah. Sounds like you've done a great job at it. Now, my, my sister happened to say that you were 
in all the women that she's met um, in her circle of friends and the people in her professional arena, she says that you have a, a tremendous sense of self-confidence. And she says that mm-hmm. she thinks that that has a big part in why you, you look so chic and stylish. Can you talk to us about that? How do you get all this self-confidence and what's that what wow. feel like? Well, I, I do think um, a lot of it was, well, there were a couple things. I think my mother instilled confidence in me at a mm-hmm. young age. I was youngest of three girls. Um, I lost my dad when I was only 19, and I was the youngest of the three girls. I was in college. I put myself through college. I helped my mom after that because she was only 57. Um, You know, so I had to grow up really kind of quickly. But then I I just think I, when I started working, I think I I almost just looked at it like, look, um, this is my life. I'm going to have to make decisions on my own, and I have to be, as sure of myself as I can be, and no one can tell me um, what's right or wrong for me. And so I, I am, my husband will agree, I am very confident. Sometimes he uses other select adjectives. <laughs> but I think uh, I'm, just very, I'm just very at peace with myself, and I, and I know what I like, and I know what I want to do, and uh, I'm very determined, very focused. Um, I took up golf having golfed just very little occasionally when I was working because I never had time, and I just persevered. And after four years, I'm doing pretty well, and Jess keeps helping me, though, but I'm, I've come a long way. Um, and I think I'm just very determined. That transition from the professional arena it, uh, where you're retired, where you you're, you're, have all this agency and you're wearing the business suit, and then the next minute you're retired, mm-hmm. I wrote an article once about that day. I retired, and the next day I was in Costco. Never had been in Costco before in my life, and had a panic mm-hmm. attack because I'm sitting there in the in the yoga pants mm-hmm. and the big floppy mm-hmm. sneakers, and like, oh my God, what have I done? Um, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't know how to make that transition as a professional woman. You know, what does that look like? But I think the longer we are out there. Um, and wanting to improve, wanting to, one of the things in our book is self-confidence. You know, um, I think women always suffer from a little bit of that. And you're saying yes. that um, the little things that we do can really play into that yeah. for a transition. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and how many times have you heard, and, and this, this happens a lot, women will be in a meeting or in any kind of an environment say, oh, can I ask a question? Well, why do we oh. need to ask if we can ask a question? Absolutely. You know, we, we, we should just ask a question. So I think, you know, my confidence is, is very important to me, and I, I don't think about it because I am who I am, but um, it has helped me get through a lot of, you know, very difficult and challenging times, and we all have had them. And um, I think it just it, it, it gave me the strength um, to get through a lot of different times. Yes, and then everyone thinks just because we're retired or we move out that we have all the confidence in the world, and, and you know that it's a work in progress um, yes. forever. And so um, I've just so enjoyed listening to you, G.A. Do you have any advice for our listeners who may be hesitant to embrace their own age and showcase their personal style? Anything that comes to mind, Denise? Well, I, I think everyone, you know, depending on if they're retired or not, 
they need to think about themselves. They need to make themselves happy. Yes, we have a lot of competing interests. We have families. We have parents. We have children. We have friends. But we really have to take care of ourselves. And I, and I think I learned that when I retired because, again, going to a whole new area, I had two challenges, you know, loss of my job, and then I'm in an area where I know no one. So I think having good friends, good food, having a lot of fun, um, find your happy place with the people that you enjoy being with. That energy isn't good for anyone. It pulls down the room. Um, at any age, it's important for us to be with people we want to be with, to have socialization, to have conversation, to be current, to have fun, to try new things. Um, and right. I think that just helps us. I mean, it, it's it's been for me to be here and to meet people like Jess and all these other women. It was I had to put myself out there. I, it wasn't that hard for me to do, but still, it was a challenge. And I think we just have to embrace that because we're all going to have you know these different stages in our lives. And being you know having good friends and having fun and, and enjoying food together. I love to cook. I love to entertain. That to me is it's really helps helps me love love what I where I am now right um my best girlfriend she she we live in urban areas here in Huntington Beach and she just moved into a development she says oh I've got all my friends they're right over there in the in the in the association I don't have to worry um and for some of us we can't move into developments because for whatever reason so I'm in an urban area and when I retired, um, of course, you've got your work friends, but then I um, was at a loss. If you're in a high-powered job, you're not, not out there making mm-hmm. friends. You know, you're making work mm-hmm. colleagues. So right. um, my sister, one of my other sisters, says, well, knock on doors and meet some people. And I was like, I don't know about that. Um, but anyways, long story short, about two years ago, I, not, I just got this idea with my neighbor. We knocked on all the doors of the women in this neighborhood which is, again, an urban area, apartments and rentals and homes, and we have a group of over 20 women who come once a week, excuse me, once a month to meet to do the exact same thing that you're saying, to support one another, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Share, share our Thanks. hairstyles, you know, where we're, where we're getting our, our Botox or, you know, if you're getting that. So you're so right about those girlfriends. We've That's got right. To and, them and close. It, and everyone brings something different to the table, different, you know, backgrounds, different interests, but you can share and just, you know, it just, it's very fulfilling. Yeah, it really is. And one thing, um, you know, that I I use, <laughs> now that we're getting into the, the beauty tips here, I actually go to a dermatologist and she prescribes Retin-A for me. And mm-hmm. I've been using that for about, oh, five years and it really I put it on every night and it's a prescription um, but it presents prevents sun damage and it also helps with smoothing the skin out so that would be something that I'd put Good out point. there for people yeah do you mm-hmm. use that at all I don't do you, but that's I just wrote it down good point okay <laughs> yeah they'll prescribe <laughs> it for you and it's, it's like a, the best thing I think that you can use when you're aging and you're out in the sun okay one last question we got three minutes and you just sound like a wonderful woman, exactly what um, Jessica described you as. And I do appreciate you giving up some time today to speak with all of our listeners. If you had to sum up your philosophy on aging, it, it, 
it sounds like it's a pretty good one. Aging in your style in a few words. Could you give us a few words of wisdom or what would you say about that? Oh, I, I really think what I try to do and, you know, is always to think about today and tomorrow, but not worry about next week. You know, our age is going to come. We're going to continue to age. But let's enjoy what we have right now and enjoy our friends, as I said. Enjoy all the the gifts that we've all been given. And that, to me, is that's my philosophy on aging, is being with the people you want to be with and enjoying life as best you can and trying not to worry so much about what's coming down the road because that will only take away from today. Oh, that's that's really good advice. I really appreciate you. Um, is uh, Just in case our listeners may want to reach you after our show, um, how could they contact you at all? Um, perhaps maybe uh, an email or something like sure. that? Sure. Or maybe they I can, can work through a meeting. Yeah, yeah that would be great. drichadello oh. at gmail.com. Okay, perfect. And this will be... Uh, on the, uh, the recording will be out there for all women who, who want to access it. Well, that's our show for today, and I'd like to say thank you to Denise for being our leading lady today, and a special thank you to all our listeners, both in the U.S. and internationally, as we are an international show. We'll be back again for another Woman Lead radio show on Mondays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time. It has been my sincere pleasure to be your host today, And thank you for listening, and have a great week. And thank you so much, uh, Denise, for being here today. Thank you, Mary Lou. It was fun. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence, the premier private membership organization where life-focused, business-to-business, executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com.